Greetings, Sanbonani, Dumelangi, Aboshini. Hello out there once again. It's your boy, AK, coming to you with another episode of The Real Talk with AK. The People's Podcast, as we are still on the path of seeking practical solutions for practical society, for practical societal issues that members of society are facing on their daily basis. And joining me on this episode, it's Mr. Mufeni Muela, my co-host on the political talk. But then uh, I'll actually let him bless us with the official introduction as we welcome as we are welcoming him to the real talk with AK Family. Man, we're gonna be bringing you super content. Apart from that, Mr. Muela, Mr. AK, sir. the platform is yours, man. No, uh, greetings everyone to who are the viewers who are watching Real Talk with AK. Uh, I think this is the third time that I'm appearing, and since then I enjoy my time here. Anyway, Mufeni Muela, to those that don't know, uh, still studying criminology. I think this is like the third time I'm <laughs> still studying criminology, and I'm enjoying it very much. And it's a real pleasure to be here, sir. Thank you, everyone. And uh, welcome, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. And uh, my man, on this one, like as we were preparing, mm. when we we're busy doing the prepare, mm. uh, we decided that we are will be exploring some of the stereotypes surrounding COVID nineteen, the vaccines, and the issue mm. of the digital certificates. Mm. So, my man, without like me wasting any more time, like. I would actually like to find out from you as we're just busy having Jawakonbonjo. Like, what are some of the stereotypes, or what do you think are some of the stereotypes that have to do with like COVID-19 in general? The stereotypes that members of society are portraying towards this pandemic. The stereotype, the stereotypes have been very vast, yeah. and through time they've been evolving if you can use that word because oftentimes whenever you talk about a stereotype you're talking about a general understanding that everybody has with regards to something but it's their own understanding and not yours so the philosophies tend to adapt in terms of for an example let's look at i'm sure you've been vaccinated before right and you already know that when you arrive at a vaccination center you have to register and all these things and all this information is um is captured and so on and so forth and then after that you can go and vaccinate you also have to provide proof that you have vaccinated and within that proof is a specific code that's completely identical to you and cannot be duplicated elsewhere more like an id number more like an id number exactly so the, the, the it's yet to evolve. For example, the government has recently announced that they're going to create a website where you can actually download your vaccine certificate. Yeah, I think it's already up. Yeah, it's already up, and but it's still facing some glitches. Yeah. Um, I, I've, been, I've encountered yeah, I've encountered a number of um, people, even elders, and the and the youth itself. Whenever they want to download that particular thing, they encounter problems. But it, let's just simply say. The stereotypes are vast in terms of the vaccine itself, the digital effect that it has to society, but in general, it also has to do with, should I say, census, um, population, counting, stats, and control, and all these things. So, people think that it's 
it, it has become this thing of population control. But that's a global context. But let's look at it in how much it affects us as South Africans in general. But yeah, I, I think in a general sense, it, it covers a lot more than what we think. Yeah, because if you were to look at it, when this whole thing started, there were like a lot of theories surrounding COVID-19 mm. for it being associated with like uh, 5Gs. Yeah. Some were even mentioning Bill Gates. Yes. I don't know like uh, what Bill Gates had to do with everything, saying mm. like, as we said, dual population and yeah. everything. So, my man, how, how do you think like uh, these stereotypes are actually affecting us as a country at the moment? Do they have a positive effect or a negative effect on the country? Uh, in most cases, it's more negative than positive. Yeah. And it's primarily because I guess we, we uh, South Africans, oftentimes we do have our own unique um, style as a country and our unique culture as a country. But we are still trying to develop ourselves and trying to integrate into the larger society at hand or the world at hand. So the vaccine rollouts were extremely impacted. For an example, all these things that sufficed between population control and all these things and so on and so forth have caused a large hesitancy with regards to people actually taking the vaccine. And it has a large effect primarily because it evolves through time and by the time we are trying to, the entire world is getting back to normal. For example, when you look at, if you're a soccer fan and you're watching EPL and other European um, football associations and, and leagues and all these things, you start to realize that fans are already within the stadiums and they're watching. And it's been months. And now. it's been months. For us, it's only starting right now, if I'm not mistaken. It started with the match for Ethiopia. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which is the, 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 the South Africa versus Ethiopia match. Yeah. And it... it, it, it should I say it's affecting our entire norm at hand? We are hesitant. We want to go back to normal, but we are hesitant in terms of taking these steps and moving. But forward. do you think, uh, like going back to normal, is possible? No, for the mere fact that we've actually adopted this thing of wearing masks, social distancing, being cautious, sanitizing, and all these things, it has affected our definition of normal right now yeah. and it, it, it's, it's yet to affect us in the long run I won't lie, it's yet to affect us in the long run but it, it, it should I say and I think the negative thing about COVID is that it changed our entire dynamic of living as yeah. a society yeah. however it has also opened up a lot of loopholes that have occurred within again I'm not saying the world at large but the country ourselves uh, as, do you as mind sharing some of these loopholes with like, the members of our community and the viewers out there? The, and, and this is based on my experience. Yeah. Again, it's something that I've, I've created a hunch in with regards to. For example, why do we have to have proof of vaccination? Yeah. It's Main the same question. as... Yeah, it, I think that's the question that's been trending. Look at it this way. Uh, Back, back in the days, our parents and our grandparents had to walk around with this thing called, in the, in the apartheid era, yeah. a dompas. Dom dom so, 
we are slightly moving to that particular direction, but with a more a less restricted manner. Yeah. Nobody's going to come and interrogate you and asking you where's your dopas and why are you why are you walking working in these areas. It's more like they are using the things you need. That's why they trip you. For instance, uh, no vaccine, no interest. Such, exactly. Such things. Exactly. For example, even even now, um, within the, the South Africa versus Ethiopia match, yes. they say those who are fully vaccinated. It not, does not say those who are vaccinated. Those who are fully vaccinated. That means if you if, if you take if you took a vaccine that requires two doses, then you can go and enter in for free. They're encouraging people to to actually do that. Yeah. But on 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 a more political side, it is affecting us in terms of the identity at large. Yeah. Let's look at the number. South Africa has been facing a lot of identity fraud and identity yeah, crisis at large. And getting married to people they don't even know. Exactly. <laughs> and now it is, it is affecting these people. Imagine, imagine someone walking into a vaccination site. Let's just start there. Let's not even try to complicate things. Someone who's walking into a vaccination site with either an ID, a passport, or an asylum, produces those things and saying that they haven't registered, and they are registered on site. And then that particular person finds out as they're being registered that they've already vaccinated. And the system, ca- the system does not capture you according to your name, it captures you according to your identity. Yeah, ID number. Your ID number. Yeah. And in so doing, then you realize that this person used an alias, the name is different, the number is the same, yeah. and the cell phone numbers are, st- uh, sh- should I say, if they're not the same, they're different. Because you need a cell phone number whenever you register in order for crucial information to be captured yeah. within that particular system. Like um, the, what you call this, if you go to Google and you download and you say and you type the words EVDS registration, yeah. it leads you straight to the vaccination site in terms oh, of registration. Oh, so the EVDS number is a specific code that's, uh, should I say, the same as it works, the same as an ID number. Yeah. But then it, it certifies in saying that this particular code is already captured within our system. Yeah, this particular person has already vaccinated. vaccinated. But now, with the moment identity theft and, and and all these things start to occur, then it's easy for them to trace. Now, the loopholes that start to suffice are things like why doesn't Home Affairs have its own um, law enforcement agencies and all these things? So it, it makes you wonder and question why do we still have such a big loophole? in a very critical area in our country because it, it is it is creating a we all know that South Africa has been facing a lot of xenophobic attacks yeah, and a lot yeah. of xenophobic ignitions and, and all these even things. COVID actually put some fuel to the fire exactly it actually contributed because I recall earlier on this I think we're still around level 3 or 4 mm-hmm. I saw a poster where like South Africans were so, let me just say there were like a few South Africans mm. who were decided that they were going to embark on a cleanup strike, a match where they were going to be closing foreign-owned mm. businesses. Mm. So they were calling on all South Africans to take part in that shutdown. Mm. But unfortunately, it just became something that happened in like those particular areas particular where it was areas. mobilized to begin with. Yes. And like this leads me to while we are still on the issue of home affairs and foreign nationals. Mm. This leads me to the issue of like foreign nationals who are in the country illegal at the moment because like uh, 
everyone according to like uh, the law or the instruction that was handed out by the government everyone is supposed to be vaccinated mm. so what's gonna happen to those people who are in the country illegally people who don't have IDs mm. are we going to leave them off behind or is there a way that can be used to actually accommodate them too but but he, he, now here's the thing the moment you mention identity theft you have to go straight to home affairs yeah. the moment you mention vaccinations and uh, IDs and passports and everything you go back straight to home affairs and this thing should I say that this the strategic approach yeah. and this is just my theory is narrowing down the illegal influx of people who are not citizens in the country yeah. or people who are here illegally yeah. it narrows down the number so that these areas can be focused on and That's true. primarily because it allows us to actually check how many people are South Africans how many people have actually taken up citizenship as yeah. South Africans and so on and so forth uh, I remember interacting with someone once upon a time and this person was someone who was involved in checking out IDs and all these things and so forth. Yeah. If you look at, especially the, the, the Green Book, yeah, yeah. the traditional Green Book ID, where there are people who have been watching these things and tried to develop these things, he told me that South Africans, whenever you look at a South African ID number, it always ends with a zero, eight, one, two, three, four, going up. And it starts from zero, right? And he said, right beneath that particular ID, there's a part where it actually states your meanings. Now, apart from the meanings, your, 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 your place of um, birth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people who take citizenship, their place of birth is indicated within the ID. The number does it's not start. Number. Yeah, the number does not start with zero. The number starts with one. I think it's six. Yeah, one, yeah. two, or six going up. And it depends on the country of, where, of oh. the person's origin. It seems so. The, the, we're trying to monitor these things, but now the problem is that by monitoring these things, we are not taking decisive action. That's why that's why we go back to this thing of why doesn't our Department of Home Affairs have its own law enforcement agency or system whereby they specifically focus on these particular things yeah because i honestly speaking that one is an issue it's actually killing a lot of citizens because for instance now i'm going to the bank to apply for a loan they tell you that you are blacklisted exactly but you have never even applied for a loan exactly. in your life exactly so those are some of the things that our government actually needs to rectify mm. like home affairs is a mess and like like you said this whole digital certificate thing is actually going to help them in identifying or uh, bringing those perpetrators to justice because no other it goes with that certain code that actually identifies them or oh this is what's up exactly so my man uh let, let's move on let's move on let's move on and everything so like i think you have realized that uh when it came to the vaccines and i think it's still happening right now we actually have two groups, mm -hmm. the vaccinated group and the unvaccinated mm. group. Mm. And right now, this thing, I feel like it's slowly, but 
surely grown into like a war because those who are not vaccinated are actually fighting those who are vaccinated in most cases so i would actually like to find out from you for a like what are some of the stereotypes that we have seen along twitter both facebook like our social media platforms yeah. like yeah. what are some of the stereotypes surrounding this whole thing at the vaccines because some are saying a hey, kitty microchip and then those 5G guys, some are saying they want to kill them after taking the vaccine, mm. you're going to die. Mm. So like, when I what, do you actually believe in these stereotypes? Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't, and uh, that's because I've had close encounters with such conversations with people in general. Yeah. And here's, here's, here's the stereotypes that came with the fact of vaccines, which is, for example, if you take the vaccine, you have to make sure that you are well and healthy. It starts when people actually start taking the vaccine when they're, when they're still ill, when they still have COVID symptoms or other related chronic illnesses that are not well stabilized. And as a result, whenever they do take the vaccine, it causes complications. And now the, the unvaccinated group and the vaccinated group, or if, even if we can call them factions. Yeah, it's factions. Yeah, they, 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 they start making us question a number of things. And one of these things could be, to those who are not vaccinated, look at it this way. Your access, the government is being subtle about the matter. The government is being subtle about the matter. I remember someone posting on on, on their WhatsApp status that uh, the president was constantly saying that nobody is forced to take the vaccine. Nobody is forced yeah. to do this. Nobody is forced to do it. It is not mandatory yeah. and all these things. But, but now, other institutions are already creating a mandatory system whereby it says if you're not vaccinated, you're barred from entry. I think one of them, I read an article, I think it's two weeks back or a week ago in the state by discovery where like uh, they actually found a loophole yes. with the So basically what they can do is terminate your employment contract for not honoring it because the contract right now it, it actually states that uh, vaccines are supposed to be mandatory. Yes. So if you are not vaccinated they won't be making space for you. You are being fired for not honoring Exactly. exactly. So I was like, okay, this is smart. They said these things are not mandatory, but how they went about it. But the question is, they were not mandatory to who? Let's be specific. They are not mandatory to who? The general public or the actual businesses that are practicing um, 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 their own businesses and styles in South Africa? Let's be honest here. If, 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 If you're telling the general public that it's not mandatory. And the question is, what are the conversations that are being held by business outside? Okay. Saying the the, 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 the the mandate is delivered specifically to the public to say it is not mandatory. Yeah. But we all know that a specific country is responsible for the laws that they produce to businesses that are, or business owners that practice business within our country and its own. And the question becomes, for an example, uh, 
right now there are people out there if you if you start talking to them whenever they go to vaccination sites just take your time and just go to vaccination sites and be like why why do you vaccinate it's because of stadium Yes. It's, it's mostly it's mostly um, employment. And yes. now we as the youth were basically caught out. We were like, oh, so you guys you guys are reluctant in actually vaccinating. It's okay. Because I I even saw even varsities are actually have started following this initiative. The University of the Free State is an yeah. example of that. Even at UJ mm. because the last time I received an email from them, they were actually talking about it that they are considering making vaccines mandatory. And that was after the University of Free State announced that vaccines were going to be mandatory mm. for the academic year of 2020. Yes. And like, it made me realize, that's where they got us. When but, you but think if, of it. Even, even unemployment. Yeah. Right now, right now, the government has just been subtle about it, as I said. But let's look at it this way. Uh, in the news... A number of things have popped up, like for an example, the the spokesperson mentioned that there's going, there is a backlog of 14,000 police officers that were supposed to be employed but couldn't be employed because of COVID and budget cuts. Yeah. What are the odds that if you actually wanted to apply for SAPS, you'd have to be fully vaccinated in order to for your for your application to be considered? I at the moment it's terrible. You understand what I'm saying? So it, this thing it's, it's becoming larger and larger, and it's spreading wider and wider. And because the government knew that the reluctance within the youth of vaccinated is extremely large, let's catch them where they actually need something the most, and which is bread on the table. If you don't get bread, because I even recall there was once a trend where I think they proposed it, where they were like. No vaccine, no alcohol, apparently. Yeah. But apparently, alcohol traders were like, nah, we can't do that. Because majority of the citizens, they are against taking this vaccine. So they were going to be losing income. Yes. So this leads me to the next question. And it's still with regards to this thing of vaccines. Mm -hmm. So... Like, apart from using the initiative that the government is currently using or the strategy that they are using, and that is, like, uh, no vaccine, no entry, digital certificate, which other strategies do you think can actually be used to encourage those members of society who are still uh, against taking these vaccines? I won't lie, it's education. Yeah. I won't lie, it is education. I think the number of problems that sufficed within, let's not look at the, the global scale, let's look at the cases that arise in South Africa and all. Yeah. The so social media has opened the world so big and so wide that we had to look at things of how vaccines are affecting the entire world, but instead of actually looking at patterns and statistics that affect us yeah. in our country. Because you might find that um, your immune strength as a South African is, could be completely stronger than someone who's in Europe. Yeah. And people who succumb in Europe are primarily because of their, their immunity is probably weakened to whatever practices and conducts it is that they practice. So, in a, in a general sense, it, it starts to make us wonder about a number of things. One in particular is 
let's look at the stats on the number of people that died in South Africa due to COVID. Yeah. And the number of people that died from COVID vaccination complications. Mm. Is the number extremely high or is it extremely low? People are not doing research. They are concluding things from speculation. from speculation and the information that is provided at a specific country. Because you might find that the way it's actually manufactured here, it could be completely different to how it's manufactured in other places. For example, here in, 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 in the Eastern Cape in Kamecha, yeah. we can actually manufacture our own J&J vaccine. Yeah. And we can we are even given the go ahead to try and improve yeah. this vaccine yeah. as much as we can. The COVID nineteen variants are also they're mutating yeah. at, a, at, a, at a specific rate. So it, it makes you wonder because people people are now looking at things and saying that how how much is it affecting us in a in a global sense? Yeah. How much is it affecting us in a domestic sense and all these things? All these mutate like more Delta, more, yeah, more, all these variants that come into play, they made this vaccine focus specifically on reducing severity. But the other problem is that we are not also taking responsibility as South Africans when it comes to vaccinations, yeah. and as well as how we conduct ourselves publicly. And uh, just to add on what you're saying, I think like uh, most citizens forget that just because you are vaccinated, it does not mean that you're supposed to stop wearing your mask. Yeah. Being vaccinated does not mean that uh, you are immune to contracting COVID-19. Mm. You can still get it and go mm. So please do follow those uh, regulations that were put in place by the World Health Organizations. Mamed, as you were saying, sorry yeah. for jumping you. No, it's not a problem. <laughs> uh, because, because we, we, we can joke all we want and probably tell people in the city, I'm banning your Tata if skin instead of a vaccine and all these things. But in, 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 in general, I think people are not as educated as they're supposed to be with regards to... To this whole thing. Exactly. For example, you went to go and vaccinate, right? And they asked you a number of questions prior to you actually yeah. vaccinating, which is, are you showing signs of COVID? Are you having a cough, cough sore throat, headache, and all these things, and so on and so forth. And then as you go to the next nurse to go and consult prior to actually taking the jab, and they'd ask you, um, have you taken any flu vaccines? Uh, are you on chronic medication and all these things? I think Mr. Nkosi was was a victim of that. Yeah. Because when he went there, he had flu uh, on that day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they started, they were like, okay, so how long have you had flu? Because people are already starting to... You, you should have seen him. Because he, he had to form up a story on spot like, no, I drink coffee with a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Because and, and why is that? It is because people are actually trying to avoid yeah. this thing of a case that Mr. Nkosi took the jab and, and he died. But without them actually digging in deep on yeah. what was what was wrong with Mr. Nkosi prior to him taking the vaccine. For example, I, I didn't know, but women who are below 14 weeks pregnant are not allowed to take the vaccine. Oh. And but they, it makes they, sense. They'll ask you, are you pregnant? Be like, yes, um, how far are you in terms of your pregnancy? If you're below 14 weeks, let's say, then we cannot vaccinate you now. You'll have to come back later than your vaccination. It makes sense. You understand. For example, um, there are women who tend to inquire and saying that, what if I breastfeed? 
yes, no. It's okay if you breastfeed and all these things and so on and so forth. As long as you're okay. So the 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 the, the, the biggest gamble comes from people who actually are have chronic illnesses. Yeah. Like for an example, a person who has hypertension or high blood. Yes. They they, they, they they have to go and get and check the 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 um the, the um, hypertension, whatever chronic level it is, is whether it is stable or what. And if it is not, then they cannot vaccinate. So these are the things that people are supposed to be educated on with regards. And national television is the actual platform where people can actually be educated on. But it is not happening. And and you know the other fact that's actually contributing to this thing. Mm-hmm. It's because uh Kashabel moves with our race. Yeah. The, the black mm. the black the black population in most cases majority of us don't even know when we are sick exactly yeah I might be sick now but because like uh visiting doctors it might be expensive costly I don't have time to go to where public mm. hospitals mm. I just choose to stay and you don't even realize you are sick mm. and then you go and take that vaccine thinking that okay you are healthy yeah and then after that complications arise and then leading to death because I actually feel like that that's what happened with like most of the death that were in relation to this like as we had people when the vaccines were being introduced saying my grandmother passed away after taking this vaccine yeah. and in most cases it's mostly rural areas yeah. because access to these facilities medical facilities it's rare it's rare, it's rare for them and, and you you start to wonder, for example, <laughs> when you start mentioning that black people actually don't know as to whether they are sick or not. I remember this one time when there was a rumor weekend within the neighborhood, right? Yeah. Where they were encouraging people to, to vaccinate on that entire weekend. And there was this one one man who's actually working at health promotion in the district. And he was like, Mufeni, have you noticed that women are vaccinating more than men? I'm like, yeah, I've noticed that every time we do sets. And he's like, well, have you noticed that because women vaccinate more than men, men actually are afraid of taking the jab. They think what will come on where the needle is actually a screwdriver because of maybe the class. I, went, uh, I was also part of them. But for me, it's just a phobia. Yeah. 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 Because I, I, I still recall when we're still like procrastinating yeah. uh, with like going and taking the vaccine. I told Magic that I never fit. I don't mind taking the vaccine, mm. but my issue is the thought of the needle going through my flesh. But when I got there, it was even fast, like, but did not even realize that they were done, you know. You, because you're, expect, you're expecting a lightning yeah. to strike your hand when, in essence, all you're just taking is a but vaccine. I think, you know, this was a result of how the COVID-19 tests were conducted, oh, if yeah. you recall. You saw with, that thing when it was swiped, the long swipe testing. I wonder, I'm part of the few people who never tested for COVID 19, man. Everyone was afraid of testing yeah. because of that <laughs> swipe. Everyone was afraid of testing because of that swipe. Yeah. And, you, and you often wonder that. For example, uh, when he said that men are actually more reluctant to take the jab, is primarily because men do not go for consultation yeah. the way yeah. women do. And that is affecting us at a large yeah. scale. Because as a man, the, men are afraid of finding out a number of things. But I think in a general sense, men are afraid of finding out if their reproduction 
um, systems and things that are taken in place would be affected. Do you still recall that guy who was like, uh, I think it was the girlfriend on Twitter. Mm. It was like, hey, my my man went to to the to take the vaccine. Yeah. And after that, this four five was no longer growing up. <laughs> oh, you know, my man, I was laughing. I was like, you see now, people are blaming the vaccine for. Their bedroom reasons exactly. now. Even, even, even the president was like, the reason why men are no longer <laughs> is because I saw Malentolea. <laughs> he, he was ridiculing primarily because we, 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 our stereotypes are, so, are evolving so much so that it, 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 makes you, it brings out the humor in a number yeah. of things. And it is all because of the people who laugh are people who have vaccinated. Yeah. It is not people who haven't vaccinated, it is people who actually vaccinated. <laughs> So it, 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 it makes you laugh at a number of reasons as to why these things are actually occurring. Yeah. So in essence, I think it's that particular thing. Because yeah. I still recall, like, as you are still saying that, like, how can I share about value, like, in most cases, for us it's humor. We find humor yeah. in such things. Because for me, it was when COVID was still, like, uh, arriving, yeah. like that. You still remember those post 35Gs and everything yeah. where community members by KZ went and bent. I think it was Vodacom Towers. Yeah. Yeah. They were like this literally like yeah. <laughs> But these things have been there for 15 years. And it also goes back to your antibody vaccines. Mm. But we've been taking vaccines from the moment you are, you are born. Flu vaccines. Uh, this, uh, measles shorts. And now, now it makes me wonder. It makes you wonder about yeah. a number of things. Like for an example, let's ask one particular thing, which is on, on the issue of vaccines. Why are the talks of um, 5G all of a sudden quiet? Yeah. Why have they simmered down? Are, are, were, we, were we actually part of a should I say economical sabotage of a specific company yeah. that has been establishing 5Gs for quite some time? Because even the 5G talks has developed from uh, security reasons from between the US and China and all these things, all of a sudden microchips that are... Yeah. You understand what you I know, mean? I was even making a joke after taking this vaccine to Tabel. I'm like, yeah, my man, let me know 5G. Yeah. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even Ryan Reynolds even meant it yeah. was like I just took the five. Yeah. I still remember exactly. the post. And and and, and you picturing him with that uh, yeah. voice. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, in general sense, this this vaccine thing and the digital thing, whether we like it or not, everyone is going to take the jab. So, uh, Babette, like, uh, I I I feel like uh, we are running out of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, our hour is about to run out. Yeah. But before we actually concluded everything, and. Uh, let me just go back to the issue of vaccines with regards to the types of vaccines that are currently there. As you mentioned, Johnson and Johnson. The other one is Pfizer. Mm. I don't know if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's Pfizer. Yeah. So, like, I would actually like to find out, for like, what's the difference between these two vaccines, especially from someone who's actually at the front line of this whole thing, like, who's actually there, like you actually engage with like uh, the professionals who are in this industry. Mm. So like... And, and, and I actually learned this thing yeah. from a nurse, uh, which, is, which is pretty simple. She said, uh, both of these things 
do the same thing. They, 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 they do the same function. Uh, whether it's a cap or a sun hat, it's something that prevents you from the sun, right? So these vaccines are the same. Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson are just company names of these vaccines. Now she she mentioned that a lot of people are going for J and J because they're thinking that J and J is more should I say impactful yeah. in terms of preventing from the, the, the vaccine and so on and so forth. And Pfizer is the weaker version of that, which is not true. She mentioned something that I, I, I didn't actually do a research on until she actually mentioned that, which is coverage. Yeah. She said that, remember, um, J&J J, J at some point was retracted, right? Yeah. And it it's primarily important. because of the, 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 the hearsays with regards to that blood clots that it was creating to people yeah. and so on and so forth. So they had to retract, re-examine the vaccine before redistributing it if it was redistributable. If that is the word that we can use. And so, she mentioned coverage. She asked me, she was like, uh, do you know how much J&J covers you or covers your immunity with regards to COVID? I'm like, coverage? I'm like, I have no idea. She's like, okay, let me explain. She's like, J&J covers, if I'm not mistaken, 87% with regards to the vaccine. If I'm not mistaken, also, there's, there are talks that it could potentially have a yes. boost to show. Yeah, because uh, I saw, I think it's at the US, mm. they have fired mm. for it, mm. like to have a booster shot. Mm. I think they've already started with the process of like approving it and everything. And why is that? Uh, vaccines, vaccines are like cars, they depreciate. Yeah. The longer they are within the body, the more they actually depreciate within the body. And so the booster shot is basically to um, return the coverage of that particular vaccine to the actual capacity that it's supposed to be in. It goes back to the point my sister made with regards to what they're saying, mm. like where she was like, you know, right now, one thing you should actually take into consideration is the fact that these vaccines we are going to be taking them regularly, regularly mm. or any one mm. of those. It's mm. going to be something that's going to be required for each and every one of exactly. us. So this is where the digital certificates come into play. Because they are going to help them keep track of, of the number of people that have actually vaccinated and, and the, the number, number of times. Exactly. So for an example, the booster shot in general picks everything up. Yeah. Pfizer, on the other hand, covers, if I'm not mistaken, around 1993. Oh. Okay. And with regards to the Pfizer vaccine, yeah. it has, if I'm not mistaken, around 93% coverage. And the 93 has to cover two doses. It is not a booster. People think that the second dose is a booster shot. It is not a booster shot. It is the actual dose the way it is supposed to be. Like for an example, uh, when, when you drink uh, paracetamol yeah. or anything that is pain related. Butter take two. Maybe. Butter take two. They're not saying take one and then take one, the other one later. It says take two for that specific thing. So. It, it tends to happen in that particular format. So the Pfizer vaccine also covers that particular thing, which is negative. So now the question becomes, by the time the Pfizer vaccine starts to depreciate within the body, if even if it has a booster or has to be boosted, 
it has a lot more coverage than the Johnson & Johnson thing. So some nurses would actually talk about in terms of, uh, is it 3.2, 3.4, 3.5, and that the other one is to restore when we, when we dose you the second time, you're restoring it to 0. Point, I mean 0. 0.6 or 0. 0.4 and so on and so forth. So these are the basic things that are happening amongst the vaccines in general that differ between these two things according to my understanding. Ah, no, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I think also the real talkers out there, they are listening because I was also one of those few people who was like, not sure what was the difference between these two because oh, <laughs> let me just share one of the theories me and my sister had. Mm. It, it goes with like your DNA dosing. Yes. Because, like, but you just uh, highlighted it right now, you mm. see now. So, since it's a but it was more like your DNA for it, like, okay, the first do, dosage of five, maybe. Although, it's not that powerful, hardly E1, it's not that effective. Mm. But for it to work, that second booster, and with like the Johnson and Johnson, it's one shot. I think it covers for the whole year. That's the theory we had. Like, yeah. My sister, yeah. we were just talking like. Yeah. But apart from that, my man, I think uh, we have reached the conclusion point of our episode, and this is the main show, by the way, because I think the the, the real talkers out there might be confused. As I said that. Uh, He's my co-host for the political talk, okay, and it's going to be every, every Wednesday on YouTube. So do, sub, do subscribe to our YouTube channel, and while you are on, at least help us to make great, great podcasts, and also connect with all the Real Talkers community out there, like worldwide, Lanzolamos. And by becoming a member of the Real Talkers community, you are going to get exclusive content and merchandise. You can just do so by visiting patreon.com slash realtalk with AK. Uh, more details are available there. And please don't also forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we also have a blog. So you can just go check it out on realtalkwithak.wordpress.com. And for the and for the blog, that's where we cover like our weekly news from current trends and current affairs. But apart from that, let's just hit the, the summary of the show and then sign out, my man. So I'll first start by giving you the platform. Yeah. Uh, in conclusion and in a nutshell, all I wish to say is this: uh, there are a lot of things that we need to fix in our country, and COVID nineteen has actually opened these cracks so much so that we do not have to fill the crack but demolish and rebuild. Yeah. The home affairs issue is, issue is just one issue that is raised. So and on the political talk that we will start to cover all these things and so on and so forth as to why this, why that, why not this, why not that. But whether we like it or not South Africans, the government is being subtle about it but we are Everyone at some point is going to have to vaccinate whether they like it or not. So I just encourage you for the sake of being safe, you and your family members around there, and the people next to you, just go and get the jab. If we die, we die. But if not, we stand to live another year or two or even ten. But I do encourage people to just take the jab. 
so far we haven't heard any cases of people taking the jab and dying. Yeah. So for now, let's just take the jab, and then we'll see what happens. Because, like, it's I think it's true when they say, even if it's not for you, but you should actually think of the people around you. Yeah. For instance. So when I, you might not be interested in taking the vaccine mm. and you have your own reasons, but at least consider the people around you. For instance, they, they are kids at home and kids at the moment they are not taking vaccines, which is they are actually much more likely to yeah. contract uh, COVID-19. But apart from that, uh, we are signing out from us. It's your boy AK signing out with a bag. Nayando.